welcome tonight to Light Camera Cocktails. Hey, girl. Hey, I missed you. What's up? What's up, everybody? Nothing much. We Hi, have everyone. Our first guest of season two, Electric Boogaloo. Hello, hello. It's season you might two. Recognize this voice. It's our good friend Jason. What's going on, everybody? Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> And guess who else is in the motherfucking building? Smash me some motherfucking Yes. I'm hearing all the little chirps. Oh, hey, Jason's back. And then it's like Smashly. <gasps> Smashly's here? What? Oh, by the way, Jason's here. But Smashly, <laughs> she's back. <laughs> Listening. Number one fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, guys. I missed you. We missed you. We missed you, too. I'm so happy you're here. Well, we well, cheers. Yeah, Are you to too. talk about this beautiful drink tonight? Yeah. Wait, we didn't even talk about the movie yet. Tonight, we decided we wanted to watch first movie, Back to School, Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring our personal love, Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. This uh, is our third Adam Sandler movie. Third Adam Sandler. Yeah. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's the best. He seriously is the best. I had to. Well, we'll get into that later. But um, so tonight, if you don't know anything about Billy Madison, it's uh, about a young man who has to go back and live elementary school, middle school, and high school to prove to his father that he can run the family business, yep. the Madison Hotels. And uh, he has to prove he's not a fool and go to school. <laughs> yep. In the movie, he classically falls in love with the gorgeous veronica vaughn that and that is our drink tonight veronica vaughn so veronica vaughn to touch one to touch <laughs> yep yep and that's what this drink is modeled after you've got uh 2.5 ounces of apple juice because mm -hmm. she's the teacher so yep. she gets her apples for the teacher mm -hmm. uh one ounce of your bourbon a splash of lime juice we did a honey with a ginger infusion as our sweetener tonight yep. and then uh we served it uh on rocks in a collins glass but we would suggest maybe doing a rocks glass as well yeah, probably. and then a cute little lime wheel for a garnish so cheers cheers, cheers you guys. my ogs cheers <laughs> Good. Oh, that was so good. Ooh, that's nice. I like it. Just that I like it. Ginger is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still good. Perfect. I like it a lot. I thought it was a really good take on it. Um, I wanted to do something with apples, obviously, because for our teachers. I love it. I love it. So this is our Veronica Vaughn. Mm. What kind of bourbon are you using? Um, I used a classic Maker's Mark. All right. We're Jim Beaming it over here. Yep. Ooh, nice. Classic. I yeah. do like that Maker's Mark. Drink, drink with what you Maker's got. Is good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do like a good Maker's Mark. And the bottle is just so cute. I keep on just getting the little bottles of things, even though I should just commit. But that's a big commitment, it is. to be honest. Wait it till is. you move solo... down here, then invest. Yeah, then we can buy the big bottle. Because then you got to pack it all up. Me. Or drink it all up. <laughs> keep it drink it all up. Keep it travel size till you get to Cali. <laughs> yeah keep my ice cold i have it in an ice chiller and then i have extra whiskey in here and then i have all of my tinctures i've got my fresh apple i did honey crisp pressed apple juice Ooh. and then um here's my lime crisp. juice nice and then here's my ginger and honey tincture i love it i'm so excited i, I know i have this like little bar apple juice, you know 
<laughs> Nothing fancy. No, you ready it for works, her story? Her story. What we learned in her story, on girl. All right. So I decided because we are doing an apple-based cocktail for our teacher, Veronica Vaughn, I wanted to go into a little bit of the history of apples and why it is that kids bring apples to school for their teachers. Because I was like, what is this weird custom that we've all just started to do? You know, I was about to say, isn't and it getting it towards find... apple picking season? It is getting towards apple picking season. It is. Season. <laughs> September? I know it's... My yeah. apples are growing out from September right and October. Really? Yeah, I got a grafted apple tree. Me and Zenobia shared an apple oh, today. Did. It was pretty good. It was a tiny little sweet green apple. It was good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, but, sorry. Did I know what? <laughs> I'm like mesmerized. Um, but what's cool and what I learned is that when apples first came over here, they actually were uh, not sweet at all. They're really bitter. What? And so that's why they started uh, grafting them and splicing different apples to make them sweeter. But before they did all that, that doesn't happen until the 1900s. When they first came over, the apples, when they were getting pressed, were actually getting pressed for hard apple cider. That was their original use in the United States. In colonial Williamsburg, uh-huh. that's the alcohol that people were drinking was hard cider and everyone was getting real drunk. And so then, I know, and I love it too, apple cider. It's so tasty. And then what's really cool though is that after a while, because it wasn't like, this country went through one of those times when it's like, we shouldn't drink anymore, blah, 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 prohibition in the 1900s. And so to make it more who are these people? Family Who are friendly. these people? I don't know. They're just trying to ruin this country. Puritans. <laughs> Damn them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so to apple sales just completely went down when that happened because nobody was buying apple cider and nobody wanted these sour, bitter apples. So they started splicing them to make them and grafting them to make them sweeter. And that's what it turns into. It became this huge push publicly PR. They were like, hey, frontier families, you know how you have to like feed the people who take care of your kids, the teachers? Why don't you give them apples? And like they started doing the apple a day. Get, take, uh, what is it? The apple a day keeps the doctor away. Keep the dentist away, keeps the doctor away, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was the big push to make people want to um, give apples as gifts to all their uh, teachers because it was frontier life. They had to feed their teacher. Uh, and um, pretty cute, right? I thought it was really back. sweet. Okay. I know. If I was a so, teacher, I'd be pissed. Like, can I get a sandwich with that apple? <laughs> This goes on the side of the sandwich. This is not a meal. I don't care how many you bring me. I need it so. Like how many apple tarts do they have to eat? Like (laughs) it was unbelievable. But what's really cute is that it's still a working tradition to this day that kids. It's called the first day of school gift. It's a continued tradition, but they don't do apples anymore. I'm sure a teacher would love like an apple iPad, but kids aren't gonna do that. I brought you an apple because my daughter, my dad is rich. Here you go. Well, Billy Madison's father could have done that. Right. (laughs) He probably did to help some of these fools out. Thanks for the Rolex, (laughs) Billy. Yeah, anytime. Wow. That's right when it comes out of the pinata. Yeah. Oh, Rolex. Candy and Rolex. That's what I want. I like that hard cider fact that you got there. Mm -hmm. I. I'm theorizing here, but I heard that like that's what they were drinking in Europe and like medieval England during like Robin Hood's days is that was their type of beer was apple Mm -hmm. ale or some shit like that. Well, it's good, especially if it's nice and warm on a cold day, you know, it's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Well, I like totally 
Herstory, baby. Why are teachers, you know, all their cards and vests have apples on it? <laughs> but well, you know what's really cute? Can I throw in a fun fact really quick? Oh, yes. yeah. Just if to close sing this it, out. You gotta sing the fun fact what do you mean? You gotta sing the I just sing the whole fun fact? No, you sing fun fact. Here, I'll demonstrate badly. Fun fact. <laughs> Boom, there you go. There you go. It's a fun fact. Fun fact is that Adam Sandler's mother is a teacher. Really? And this is her actually her favorite film that he ever made. Aww. Like her ultimate favorite. And yeah. so throwing it out to the teachers, cheers to a teacher. Yeah, he's a, she's a nursery teacher. I don't know if she's mm -hmm. anything like Miss Lippy. Miss Lippy's crazy <laughs> ass. Put in fucking paint on her face. Face. Or, I mean, all face. Over face. All over her face. You know, doing some weird dancing. Dodgeball time is a special time. <laughs> Dodgeball time is a special time. Not just for you boys and girls, but for Miss Lippy too. So stay outside. Not just for you kids, but for Miss Lippy too. For Miss Lippy too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. We are doing Billy Madison. Mm. Are you ready? Billy Madison, baby. Billy Madison. Are you ready for these motherfucking stats? Oh God, I forgot about the stats. It's time for some motherfucking stats. Stats. Okay. So this movie came out February tenth, nineteen ninety-five. Mm. All right, nineteen ninety-five, baby. Good mid nineties right. movie, and the budget mm -hmm. for it was ten million dollars. So not too much. Translated mm. into twenty twenty money, that's seventeen million dollars. Damn. Not bad. Not bad. To that's a nice movie. mid level movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Back when they made those. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it made twenty six million, which in today's money is forty four million. So it made money and it made sense. And Almost triple. I mean, I didn't think that it was going to make that much money. Not that it's not a great movie, but I don't know. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I was also like a small child. I think it was probably word <laughs> yes. of mouth that made this thing a lot of money. Because this was, if I'm not mistaken, Adam Sandler's first movie. His first. His first. Well, like, his biggest. Big hit movie. Airheads was before this. Yeah. He didn't so this, write Airheads though, no. right? No, he didn't write it. This was like his first big, his his piece, his baby. Yeah, his leading man movie. I not Happy say. Madison yet, though. Yeah, not Happy Madison yeah. yet, but he did definitely co-write this movie. Mm -hmm. And this was his first, <laughs> like, you know, step out there, after you know, outside of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, so it was like a new type of comedy that everybody was like, oh, what the hell is this? What is this? 90s comedies. They're pretty, they're, <laughs> they got their own flow and way to them. Mm -hmm. And I do appreciate them. I appreciate them so much. I have to be real. I love nineties. Nineties <laughs> films are just so great. They're really good. Airheads They're so was good. Awesome. It was. It Air was awesome. Brandon amazing. Fraser, dude. We'll have to do that one. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I Little sex icon in that film. I'm like, oh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes, critics, forty percent. Punk bitches. Which I totally understand. Because this movie I is do, not I for it. everybody. I feel like when people have a problem with Adam Sandler, the things that they talk about are like isms that he does in this movie. Like uh -huh. his little Adam Sandler talk. Mm -hmm. Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. 
I leave the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? <laughs> Stop looking at me, swan. Stop looking at me, swan. Mm -hmm. And all that stuff is kind of annoying to some people, you know? And I get it. So I understand critics <laughs> being like, what the fuck is this? Like his dad. But they play it as annoying. Like his dad is like, please, Billy, please, That's no gibberish tonight. He's, I beg you. Well, I love that too because that's all Adam, though. That yeah. is like totally all Adam. He was pretty much improving all of his lines in this film. Mm -hmm. They were like, we just got to let him be him. Mm. They're all this literally targeted specifically to like his SNL and co comedian, like all of his fans in that genre for sure. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> <don't know>. Okay, <laughs> so the audience. 79%. Yeah. So more That's, of what I yeah. would think. But the fresh ZZ, is that right? ZZ Fresh? I think the ZZ Fresh. It. The ZZ Fresh. It's the ZZ Fresh. It's 87%. I think it's a good movie. It's not have it's not my favorite Adam Sandler movie, but I quote it a lot, so it's up there. It's up there. I'll agree with that. What about you? I would say on my level, I think younger little lenny would be like 98 percent. that movie's amazing oh <laughs> i know i didn't too. understand like two percent of it but i loved it. I loved it um looking at it now i'd have to say the same thing the the jokes and nostalgia is still there for me but i would probably have to be around like early 80 percent just because it kind of gets really effed up in that movie <laughs> like I mean, constantly, again and again, there's, like, inappropriate behavior, mm -hmm. revolting blob as a principal, and he doesn't even actually have credentials. Like, what is what happening? What is that? I know. We live in a different time. Right? We do live in a we different We do not time. live in and 95. Like, well, what's really funny, though, is that, and I always, I was thinking about this. You know how his, his end quote at the very end, they're just, like, literacy in society or society and literacy. I was like, this is basically society and film though. Cause Adam Sandler predicted it like shooting in schools. Yeah, like yeah. they bring a gun to school. Dumb kids. <laughs> like, it's bad. Parents paying <laughs> teachers like, off to get their kids into oh places. Oh my God. <laughs> he predicted Complete that shit. Called like, all that and, and, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I love it that he's like, sir, do you really think 61,000 jobs should be in the line for this one, like, gimmick? And he's like, yeah, I don't yeah, care. It's, <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, yes. Ugh. As an adult watching this movie, I do look at it a lot different as in, like, yes. Or should we really be rooting for Billy to get this company? Because he's an idiot. Okay, he's an idiot, <laughs> and you would not want him the fucking president of whatever company you fucking work at, okay? True. I think it's <laughs> I one of those know. situations where he's got to rise to the occasion, but yes, he is a dipshit by nature. And, and he does. But at the same time, do you want somebody who isn't smart but has a great moral compass or an evil person who is only out for their own personal gain? Because that's Eric. Eric is a bad, bad man. But if he got the company, what would he do with it? He'd probably cut it all up and sell it in pieces and okay. take it for a financial Probably. Game. I don't know. He didn't say. You know? He could have just mm -hmm. been a... just. He'd do exactly what companies are doing now. He would export all its profits out of the country and then not pay any taxes mm -hmm. whatsoever. Then ship it over to the Bahamas where it's legal to have a P.O. box. 
and then bring it back to the United States money at like 5% cost mm. and then fire all his employees. That's what every <laughs> shitty company does. God damn it, Eric, you bad man. I was going to say, Jason, that was a really good business plan. And I think that we should talk after this. <laughs> I think we should uh, all figure out what we need to do. Pull our money together here. Jason really has this all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> I had my coffee today. <laughs> Okay. And that is true, though. Billy does completely come around, and he really mm-hmm. does. He does defend himself, mm-hmm. and he he shows that he can he can handle it. And he I does like, the right thing. It's he a good. It I think Carl, it's a whole, which crazy you should have gave it to in the first exactly place. Exactly to Carl, who does everything for these people, anyways. Like mm-hmm. every chance they say, Carl, handle it. Carl, take care of it. Yeah. Damn it, Carl. Like I mean, it's Carl. It's all Carl. And and him and Billy have like a good. Uh, relationship because he's the only person he talks to at the table. Yeah. He's like, what's up, Carl? <laughs> hey, Carl, what's up? Nothing much, Billy. I see you got a little son today. How you doing? He's like, you know, just... I love that. Hey, Carl, what's up? He's like, hey, you know, just, so you, you got, got some son. Okay, you guys. Are you ready for the motherfucking drinking Game, yes, I'm sorry, I had to join you in that. It's been so long. Okay, so, we love it. I know. Reunited, and it feels so good. Okay, so take one. I'm making a drink for this, by the way. Oh, okay. I know. I had to. Go ahead, do your thing. So you gonna take one simp? When Billy drinks a beer. Okay. Man, why did I have so many drinks? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure the first time we see him, he has a beer in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) And I will even take him drunkenly twirling with the keg. Because that at once was filled with beer. I love that, that they show the (laughs) progression. He's like dragging it to the tent, and then he's just lifting it over his head. Yep, Yep, that thing's empty. Yep, he finished it. (laughs) Which I've never finished a cake by myself. That is a feat. Jesus. <laughs> he should be dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to take a sip when someone sings. Nice. So Billy does a lot of singing. He's, it's good, good for me. me. You for protect me. me. <laughs> yep. Him singing back to school. I'm going to take the huge musical number of yes, After he gets his ass beat. I will go back to school. <laughs> yes, I will go back to school and achieve victory. No man will take what my father has built unless that man is me. All that fucking shit. You'll take a simp. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few singing in this. Mm-hmm. And I even want to take... <laughs> Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day. <laughs> He's like sitting there rocking out like, yeah. Yes, rock on. <laughs> so I will take that as well because that's a good one. The Billy Madison way. <laughs> I like to read uh, Juanita. Taking them to church afterwards. They're all walking down the field. She's on the top. Overcome. Overcome. <laughs> Even the clown She's wakes amazing. up from a coma singing. It's right? just, it's great. Hey, kids, you thought I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who would give this movie a 40%? <laughs> and got a hemorrhage <laughs> in my head. <laughs> this actually makes me wonder, actually, if I could take it back. 
if Adam Sandler wrote that line in Big Daddy about most critics being cynical assholes because they gave him a 40% on Billy Madison. I believe that none of his movies rank high ever. Really? That's why he probably said it. They're always around 40. They're always under 50. It's, I, I would have to, I mean, I don't know those stats off the top of my head. But I don't, but I'm pretty right. sure. He's a very, he's such a niche market. Like, you mm-hmm. either love him or you're really annoyed by him. And I don't get it because I'm obsessed with him. I, I love, love him. I feel like his highest movies have Drew in it, like, critic-wise. Mm-hmm. But other than that, those the rest of them are always... She He's definitely kind of hit and miss, but he was more hit than miss in his early years. Oh, the 90s, early 2000s? It he was, was like hit, hit for hit, us. Hit, hit, for hit. us, yeah. We got this. We got he was hit Happy for Gil- hit. Yeah. Gilmore, Big Daddy. Um, Big Daddy, Little Nicky. Little, <laughs> little Nicky. Little the, Nicky. I love Little Nicky. That is a... Reese Witherspoon's in that Also, mm. you know, some people don't like that movie, so... I loved all of them. I don't know. I'm just saying, Waterboy, come on, man. How are you going to hate on Waterboy? H2O. <laughs> Gatorade. Water sucks. It, it really, really, really sucks. sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you going to take a simp every time Billy passes a grade. Congratulations. You just passed the first grade. Nice. So... You could do it when he has his parties or if a teacher's Whoa, like... Whoa, the montage. Yeah. All of those where he's just... That's like a drink grade. after drink. Drink during the montage. Be ready to see You have to drink every pass. single time when he puts the little bobblehead Billy like yep. in every single desk and then he put You got to take... Pokes it with the pencil. You got to take these... Yeah. Because he's getting closer to it. Graduating high school. Like that's a big... At the age of 27, woo, he doing it. And while he's still a doofus throughout the whole thing, you can see like his maturity progressing through each grade as well. I think it, it really hits when he starts to be able to like make actual friendship with the other kids and mm-hmm. like realize. I think once he realized that his actions, people actually look at his actions and they have consequences, especially when you're around small children, you do have to stop and think like, oh shit, I can't just do this because mm-hmm. there's kids around mm-hmm. uh, and i think that's something that he yeah. never had to think about prior mm-hmm. and so once he has to because you know even veronica vons tells him like maybe the first time you went to high school you weren't as nice to the kids that you thought were losers you know you probably said some mean <clears throat> stuff to people saying that they were you know mm-hmm. losers back in the day you know that wasn't too nice and he's like oh shit you know oh, i was I these assholes you're too you're so smart thank you well She's got some of my favorite quotes. Like, seriously, Veronica Vaughn is oh, she's just so killer. Great. My favorite is, making fun of a kid for trying to read. Are you psycho? Do you have a soul? I'm sorry. Oh, I so can't good. hear you. I've been physically abused in the ear. <laughs> I know, because I would have beat the shit out of somebody. Shut for the next two weeks or I'm going to fail you. I'm going to fail you, you <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to fail your ass. <laughs> yep. I love her. She didn't give him. She never took his shit. And that's what I think also really pushed him. Yeah. She's like a huge. She is big because she's the romantic interest. Even though they never hook up until he graduates, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yep. Graduate her class or anything. Oh, anything. <laughs> anything. Remember, she sexually tries to like take off she's clothes like, yeah, when he gets correct. answers right, but then when he doesn't, she's like, "Nope, bye." Mm-hmm. He does give her a kiss before he graduates, though. When they're uh, when he goes oh, to he visit. Does? And she's telling him, like, maybe you weren't so nice oh, to the kids oh, when yeah. you were growing oh, up. Oh, that's right. He does And so it. he kisses her goodbye. 
I just thought they already smashed once oh, she graduated. Right. Once he graduated from her class, mm-hmm. it wasn't weird. <laughs> she I thought, that's what I thought. Him. <laughs> The last day of school, the part and you've got the teacher got. in your room. <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You gonna take a simp when Ordoro rules? Oh my God! It said, yeah. And it said almost How every many? grade. Almost. <laughs> almost every grade. That family is intense. Like the mom pops I one out like every year. Your whole family's going down. Oh, Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family's going down. But for now, I got to study. But I can't today. Because <laughs> I got to study. <laughs> and one banana peel took this whole douchebag, red-headed family down, screaming at Doyle, Doyle rules! Doyle rules! Good on them for that slow play on the banana, though. Yeah. Like, they definitely yeah. slow pay, played O'Doyle's demise. You're like, what the fuck is this mm-hmm. banana for? And you also hear that name said in other Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah. They're all in the same Sandler universe. Yeah. Ooh, let me throw out a fun He fact. does that. He does that. Mm. He, he uses, like, names that he's familiar with, with, like, his childhood, as well as, like, baseball names that he loves. Yeah. There's a couple movies where they reference this name, but mm-hmm. it's usually for somebody who's a douchebag, and you, they're usually off camera, so it's not like a person that you see. But total payback for whoever pissed Adam. I mean, he might have went to school with somebody. <laughs> he mad. He he real mad. <laughs> okay, so you are gonna take a simp when Juanita hits on him? Yeah, want it's my, my favorite. Shirt off for you? <laughs> you want me to take my shirt off for you? No, thank you. Okay, baby. But remember, the offer is on the table. <laughs> Ew, gross. Okay. But the <laughs> offer is on, on the, the table. table. <laughs> you want to stay home and rub my feet? Oh, go was to your snack pack. I thought that was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's it's a like fine piece line. of work, all right. <laughs> He's a fine piece of ass, I think I though, too. I how to flirt because of Juanita. I'm not joking. I mean, oh my she God. If that's other. true, you are the best woman at flirting. I, think, I honestly... She is. I think so. I really <laughs> think that, that she had a huge impression on me. Like, I, when I was rewatching it, I'm like, oh, my God, I definitely am just like her. Okay. <laughs> I love her. I feel like I am also the same. Speaking from a man's perspective... Mm-hmm. If somebody flirted with me the way that Juanita flirts with Billy Madison, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You are just <laughs> gumming me up right now. I will do whatever you say. And she cook. I'll and- be your snack bag. <laughs> thought I was a snack bag. I thought I was your snack bag. Lenny, you're my snack pack, baby. <laughs> you are my snack bag. I'm your I'll chocolate snack bag. Mm, I'll take it. Weirdo. (laughs) gross. Okay, so you're gonna (laughs) take a simp (laughs) when someone gets hit. Like in dodgeball? Like in Um, dodgeball? Now you're all in big, big big trouble. trouble. (laughs) Anytime someone gets hit. So that's 
when Eric throws the remote at his secretary and it oh, fucking hits her. Oh, she goes into a coma. Yep, she goes into a coma. <laughs> this is Adam Sandler hitting all the little six-year-olds with balls. This is uh, Veronica beating the shit out she of him. Ass. ass. You gonna take a simp. There's quite yeah, a few out bad. there. And I think she really hits him in that first punch. I need to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, judging from like a uh, fight choreography perspective, that shit looks like she really hit him. It was too good. It was too good to be fake. I did not read. I don't her beating the shit out of him for real, or at least hitting it. That's for my real. professional opinion. Watching that and the angle that the camera's at, they got you. I believe she really hit him. Well, I honestly, from what I get, the reputation on this sh- this set, everything was very real. Like he's mm. actually hitting those kids with the dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's not baked out. Like, do, do you guys they want had the to story shut on off that? Camera, like, <laughs> yes. Really quick cuts because kids were like crying. <laughs> he said that he started hitting the kids. And they cut, and the parents came on like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh and he's like, didn't they read the script? And they're like, they're six-year-olds. They can't read. And he's like, oh, well, the funny part is, is that I'm paling them with balls as hard as I can. And so the parents were like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we, do, we don't want you to do it. And he's like, okay, all right, sorry. And then he's like, roll it. And so they just started rolling, and he just started nailing these fucking kids. <laughs> they're crying. <laughs> they have to cut really quick. If you see, they, they cut really quickly on that movie. They cut because these kids are bawling. Because oh. being hit with a dodgeball fucking hurts if you get Hell it right. Yeah, it does. So. Those things hurt. It makes me love that, that That's even a more. That's yeah. for you. That being said, I love that game. <laughs> I love dodgeball. I think I love that even more knowing that he really is fucking hitting the shit out of these kids. Sorry, kids. He's really hitting those kids. Sorry, kids. So if there's any indication, I think all of the punches, I think they're all real. I really think that they're all being very, just like hands-on, aggressive with each other. And I dig it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So you're going to take a simp when Eric does something that makes Billy mad. So him making the faces... Him getting the principal to say that he was blackmailed or paid off. Mm-hmm. And just... Anyway. I knew it was you. You broke my you heart. You broke my heart. <laughs> I know it was you. You broke my heart. <laughs> you broke my heart, Fredo. You broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any of those, you gonna take a simp. Okay. Uh, okay. You also are going to take a simp when you see the penguin. <laughs> the <gasps> fucking penguin. The oh, penguin. I see what's going on. Oh, I so see. So sorry to interrupt. <laughs> what Bro. are you doing here, penguin? <laughs> Is that it, Dad? Did the penguin tell you to do this? Daddy, did the penguin tell you to do this? <laughs> yes, I will take them even speaking about the penguin. Go ahead and simple that because he does refer to it. Did the penguin tell you to do this? I love it. Damn it. The ever elusive, beautiful penguin. Yeah, so you're going to simp on the penguin when he waddles by. You're going to finish your drink when Billy comes up with his plan. Or I like to think of, I tumble for ya. I tumble for ya. I tumble for ya. I tumble for you. (laughs) I love it. Yes, so when he comes up with the two weeks, every grade, go ahead and chug that drink. Gotcha. 
you gonna finish your drink when he pees his pants. <laughs> anybody who's anybody who's the coolest pees their pants. That's his name, Early. Ernie. Mm. You falling over the wall or something? Ernie. Like, I had an accident. What does that oh, mean? Oh, look, guys, Ernie peed his pants too. <laughs> If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Oh, that was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go. Consider me Miles Davis. Davis. <laughs> He's like, ew, gross. It's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Yep. So you're going to finish your drink when they pee pee pants. Uh, you are going to finish your drink on one of my favorites. When he does his speech. So then when he talks about the stupid dog and oh my God. everything, he does, I don't even remember what the, the question is. The puppy is that lost its way. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but. Uh... Everyone is now dumber for having listening to you speak. Like that's that okay. part. Simple wrong would have done just fine, but uh. <laughs> so all through his non-coherent, coherent, whoa, incoherent, incoherent. I love you. I'm really it, you guys. I'm way more than this one drink in right now. Yes, but I'm I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Which no, but like honestly, he does a really good job. I thought he did an excellent job at comp comparing the puppy that lost his way to the industrial revolution. I was convinced. He did better than Eric, and Eric's was the easy one. <laughs> I know. Business ethic. But that's why he chose it, is because Eric has no business. He has no ethics, ethics. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that question was not in the reading. I demand a new question. <laughs> so, do you guys have anything to add to the drinking game? It's your show, Helen. I'm just yes. along for the ride. I really want to do a chug when they're doing the pickle race. When the boys throw their pickles, the go, 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 Oh my god, I am the winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so gross. Okay. I think we should definitely add that one because it's like my favorite part. And every single time I'm doing it, I just want to be like, chug, chug, That would be my only add-on. Although, every single time. Veronica Vaughn comes onto the screen. I'm just like, oh dear. I was trying to think of one for her, Me but too. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what to do for her. For just every Vaughn. time she's around, <laughs> every time she comes out, say samp. You know what you should do is uh, take a drink for Veronica. Take a drink every time that she is objectified. Okay. Because exactly. That's it a good happens one. a lot. Not so every time she's on. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Every other time. And actually, it's one of my favorite parts though to show Billy maturing is when Chris Farley's character, the bus driver, pauses him, remember, and he looks that, under, that and then he starts to like make up all this. Well, my friends tapped that. Well, not me personally, but a guy I know. Him and her got it on. Woo! <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they and didn't. Billy's like, no, that's not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't, don't make up. That's not true either. You and it's kind of nice. Friends. I'm just like, freak yeah, boys, take lessons. Don't. Just make up a girl's reputation for the fuck of it. Dude. 
chores i'm freaking fucking respect. bullshit but yeah that not even just sexually but like yeah. she's objectified at the end too like they make her this like damsel in distress and eric's gonna shoot her or whatever it's like no i think oh that that's true she has a better chance of defending herself than billy madison does she was in mortal Kombat, guys <laughs> i was about to say she could probably <laughs> it was sonya in mortal Kombat, yeah. baby Sonya She's Blade. my babe. I love her. I have a theory that she Dude. got that role oh from this fight scene with Billy. Yeah, because she does a good job. <laughs> she does a great job whooping his ass. She does. And again, they objectify she her does. in the song. She's this little, like, Swedish milkmaid outfit. Don't I have a nice, nice rack? Yep. That would be mine. <laughs> I like that. Drink for Veronica when she's objectified. I like that. Drink for Veronica. All right. Well, that's the motherfucking... Drinking game, yes, ah. Mm. All right, <laughs> so we in here like swimwear. So that song hasn't been sung in these walls in many a day. Well, it, they're here. <laughs> I'm just oh. getting nostalgic <laughs> because we haven't done this in a long time, and it makes me happy. Yeah, I know this is making me so happy. I can't, I can't explain it. Like I start beaming because you're all are beaming. I'm like. <laughs> Well, I also have makeup on right now because we did a YouTube video earlier today. Ooh. So you can't tell, but I got that George Clooney foundation on. Oh, well, you're always handsome and sexy to me, so. <laughs> Don't lie to you. <laughs> she can't hear us. Do we want to talk a little bit about our casting crew and slip in some uh, fun, fun facts? Hit it. All right, let's start off. I mean, we got our Adam Sandler as Billy Madison, which... We all know and love Darren McGavin as Brian Madison, the father. Yeah. Uh, Bridget Wilson, which actually she now goes as Bridget Wilson Sampras because she yeah. married Pete Sampras. Mm -hmm. But um, she is my favorite. She was like my 90s crush a little bit. Her and Emma Bunton from Spice Girls. Um, <laughs> Emma. <laughs> love her. I mean, she... And honestly, she's just always so good in all of her films. She is just, anyways, we'll get to it. Uh, we she's have Bradley Whitford, eyes. who's, oh my God, her eyes. Yeah. Oh my God, remember her in Wedding Planner? Oh yeah. And she's just, she's so perfect. <laughs> um, You're mad so crushing Bradley over Whitford there. Bradley Whitford as Eric Gordon, which you guys have already talked about in like Cabin in the Woods, right? The Merman. <laughs> we talked about no, him twice. In, uh, get Out. Yeah, we talked about him in, in uh, get, out. get Out and... Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Mm -hmm. We have. And he's in the West Wing, obviously. He Did is. you know he's going to be starring in the new Tick, Tick, Boom? I really? Know. Yeah. I, they haven't said who he's going to be, but he he apparently he is in pre-production for Tick, Tick, Boom, and I'm freaking out. Okay. Okay. Like the virus has to wrap it up. Because, for the stage I mean, or the, for like the screen? They're they're transferring the stage to the screen. Okay. They're doing an adaptation. I'm, I'm down. excited. I am down. We have a uh, Josh Mostel as Principal Max Anderson, also the revolting blab. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excuse me. That had nothing to do with the revolting blob. I just really needed to burp. Wow, you're a revolting <laughs> blob. <laughs> Did not mean to revolt. I mean, <laughs> um, we've got Norm Macdonald and Mark Beltzman as their his two goofball best friends, Frank and Jack, so which they know from SNL and Second City. Like they were like besties yeah so they had to make an appearance obviously mm -hmm. yeah here uh larry hankin as carl um which Crazy i carl. always think of him as mr hinkle from friends yeah <laughs> i'm sorry but like every single he's like i could have birds uh-huh <laughs> we weren't making any noise mr hinkle i'm sorry i don't watch friends <laughs> oh i don't have any i could have 
He's Chandler. I know she all does. Grown up. We have a uh, Teresa Merritt as Juanita. Uh, we talked about her. We've already her. talked about her as well. In the Wiz. In the Wiz, yeah. I got really nostalgic. I sent you that video, and I was like, "Oh my god, Auntie M, we, I just watched her just like two hours ago." That was a great, <laughs> yeah, that's a great video you said. We've got the Dina Platias as Miss Lippy. Miss Lippy. And then this is funny. There are three different people playing the penguin. Really? In the movie. I feel like they were just like, hey, gets, who's this extra, who's, who's an extra guy on set? We need to get him in the penguin suit. Like, how tall is he? Perfect. Suits. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But Greg Valkov, Keith Cole, and Chris May. And the last two are the only ones that have been accredited. The third guy was not not credited. I mean, we on, see them. Uh, the film. We itself. see the penguin three times, so that makes sense. It's too damn hot for a penguin to be just walking around here. It's too damn hot for a penguin just to be walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so too stupid, much. I know. I love um, you. And then, of course, Steve Buscemi and Chris Farley make their little cameos. Steve Buscemi. Um, Danny McGrath. It wouldn't be a Adam Sandler movie without him. Yeah. Right. Absolutely no, that's love true. That guy. He he's in every single every single one. Pretty sure, yeah. Except for Deuce Bigelow, I don't think he's in Deuce Bigelow. Oh no, no, that's just, not, yeah, that's Rob Schneider. Produced he produced it, but he produced it. Okay, I don't, I don't. Right? Know. Is it, it? I can't actually. Do not put me on that. I do not know if that's a Happy Madison film. I wouldn't doubt it. I'll I'll fact but, check it. Thank you, my love, my darling. But yeah, that's our beautiful rundown of our gorgeous cast. And then you guys have talked about Tamara Davis, who is the director. Tamara. Um, she, she was on, you guys have talked about Half-Baked, right? We sure we did. We did do Half-Baked. She, uh, that's the only movie I've heard. Which I do love that we stuck with our females and filmmakers. That was like really cool that we were able to slide her in. We did. Three, three uh, female filmmakers in a row. So that's awesome. But yeah. She's she, pretty impressive, like. Yeah, I appreciate her because she started out doing videos, doing videos <laughs> for a lot of uh, rap groups and other Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys, mm -hmm. which she is yeah. married to one of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, which one is she married to? Is it MCA? I can't remember. Um, I think, I think it's Mike, Mike D. D. Oh, it is Mike D. Yeah, so she's married to Mike D. Which His name just, is Mike mm -hmm. D, and he gets respect. And that gives her respect because she <laughs> definitely, for her to be mm -hmm. able to do these type of movies, this type of comedy as a female director is, it's like, you know, kind of unheard of. I like it. So Deuce Bigelow is a Happy Madison production. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you called it. I kind of like it. But if, if we can get a, a little point for Lenny. Because I love it. I don't know if I'm right, but I am right. And I'm, it doesn't happen very often. So I'm like, yes. You that are happens. right more than you're not. I always just like to say, don't quote me on this one, but. <laughs> but. That's a good move. I like that. I just uh, double down yeah, and make it seem like I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she was Tim Harley. Harley? Harley? How do you say it? The writer that wrote it, that wrote it with Adam Sandler? Oh. Tim Hurley? I think it's Hurley. Hurley. Yes, and wrong. Tim Hurley. That sounds right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. He's a do... college roommate. Oh. Helen, it's like us. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they've Man, done so much. You guys need to make together. a movie together. Oh. Anytime. Soon. 
coming soon to I'm very excited. Something. But he like he him and Adam Sandler write everything together. Like basically every Mm -hmm. single thing they they write it together. It's amazing. Like I love their friendship. I want them to Adam Sandler's a super loyal guy, I think. I think he has Mm -hmm. people that he likes and respects and he just keeps those people close to him. Well you have to like Yeah. I do feel like he no, he picks the people that he can work well with that help keep his creative juices flowing, mm-hmm. and he just mm-hmm. keeps them employed. Why not? Why be the only rich people out of your friends when you can make all your friends rich? Fuck yeah! <laughs> and we all can go to Hawaii, and exactly. I don't have to pay for everybody. You can pay for your own stuff because we all rich. That's why I put you in that so you can pay, we all all pay for your own flight. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> so that's a, that's what I do. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be Adam Sandler rich, but I'm going to see what I can do, you guys. Yeah. I'll help write some shit with you or something. Keep us rich. Yeah, let's get it. (laughs) I got a fun fact for you. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Guess who big time actor celebrities favorite movie is Billy Madison? Oh, um... Do we know this person? You do know this person. Man or woman? Man. Can we... Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know. Can we narrow down the ethnicity? Yeah. <laughs> White. <Like>. White. <laughs> Does that help? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> nope. No. He's white. That's true. Um, <laughs> I mean... I'm just going to tell you. I don't know. Throw it out there. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Leonardo DiCaprio, George Clooney, Matt Damon. It could be any of them. It could be any of them. I know. Like, but it's not. Clint Eastwood. David Spade. It would be Robert De Niro. Nice. He absolutely De loves this movie, and it's one of his favorites. I did not think that would be one of his I favorites, like but it is. He likes a good laugh. Fuck yeah. I think people and it's funny as misjudge well. Robert De Niro. He's a incredibly funny guy. He just gets cast because he's an incredibly mm-hmm. well actor uh, in dramatics, and that's where he landed. I mean, he does comedies too. Yeah, he does them now. I think he would have done just as well in comedies if that was his typecast back in the day. Like, if they cast him uh, in a comedy early on in like the 70s, I think he would have just killed it in comedy for 30, 40 years. That's that's true. I believe so. Mm-hmm. He's got great timing. I don't know what you want to do. I love the... Uh, what is it? Old he Dirty has, Grandpa? He's Dirty such gra- a wide range actor. Dirty Grandpa. He does the... Dirty Grandpa Meet the fuckers. Meet the fuckers and parents. Analyze this, analyze, analyze that. that. Yeah, analyze you're good, that. you. Yo. Look at this. Look at this trunk. Yo. It's so big you can put like two bodies in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to sell cars. It's, all, it's amazing. And then he could terrify you like fucking Cape Fear or fucking. I love that movie. <laughs> Casino or something. You're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? This guy's crazy. Uh, yeah, Bobby De Niro, mm-hmm. Bobby D. Bobby. He loves this movie. I like that. I love that. You know what movie he scared the shit out of me in? Hmm. This Boy's Life. Leo's first movie. I was just talking about that movie. Yeah. He's what like, is it? Uh, the fucking mayonnaise jar or the mustard the jar mustard or something job. like he's that? He's like, is it empty now? He's like, uh, put it all to his eye. You know? My dad always goes, what about me? What about me? <laughs> it's like the saddest movie. But yeah. So let's 
talk a little bit about, are we still talking about our director? Yeah, of course. I mean, we can always slip back into our Tamra. Well, she was not originally the director for this movie. I could not find who the actual director for this movie was. I was going to say, who missed the boat? But she jumped in after four days of shooting. Mm. So the only thing in this entire movie that is not her is the scene on the stairs where he's talking about the plan. Uh, Two weeks for each year. Mm. That is not her. Okay. So I believe, I don't know if like the dancing, but pretty much that whole part right there, they did that in the four days and that's not her. But the yeah. rest of the movie is her. So probably, maybe they did those four, that entire scene in four days and that's why they changed directors because four days is too long to shoot that one scene. I mean, they probably did it in three days and the fourth day they were like, All yeah. right, we gotta find somebody else. Yeah, that should have been a one day shoot. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only thing that is not her in the movie maybe they did some extras i don't know but that also lets you know that that's the first thing shot on the movie mm. did you just think of that yeah cool. pretty cool. good right pretty, yeah. good. pretty cool yeah. and uh you're right she did totally let adam sandler just go they would follow the script yeah. because you know he wrote the script but yeah she wanted adam to be adam why stop him yeah get the information exactly. out but let him be him i love that uh, i have a fun fact I thought this was really crazy. This this little tidbit that I found out um, about our revolting blab. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's an operatic. He is. Singer. He's a what? I was shocked. I mean, I could believe it. He he has such a wonderful voice and such range, but I did not know this. He is a trained soprano operatic singer, and he was a part of the Metropolitan Opera. Mm-hmm. Why did they not put him in the singing parts of the movie? Because he wasn't part he I don't know. Because he was the reason why he's out of school. Oh, that's he can't true. be in there. But I would have found a way to have him sing instead of being yeah. in. But yeah, he was a boy in the opera singing soprano. I don't know if he can still hit the soprano. Yeah. And he's also was on Broad the Way in nineteen eighty nine for Three Penny Opera. Yes, nice. he did start on Broadway. So yeah, he he has <laughs> many more talents than we got to see him. In spandex and a cape. He breaks my heart, dude. When he's walking in the kitchen and Eric is blackmailing him, he's, he's like, no. regressing him to like oh, a little no. kid. I wonder how he had time to get his teaching degree. No! No! You can't do that to me! Those kids are my whole life! You gonna cooperate with me? Yeah! No. No. I mean, and Adam liked him. He used him again in uh, Big Daddy. Mm hmm. He's the the social worker, so he's the social yeah. worker. I like him in that one too. He's got a little bit more of a backbone. Uh, because you got to, mm-hmm. you have to if you're gonna be mm-hmm. for the kids. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not here for you. I'm here for the babies. Mm-hmm. I love Big Daddy. That that movie hits really. I love that movie. One of Ashley's my own favorite ass. movies. Is it really? Yeah, she's hey. praying that we have a kid with a lisp. I weigh my or own. Or a speech ass. impediment. I weigh my own ass. Oh my god. Well, I'm going to make fun of your kid behind his back, though. So. <laughs> I wear my own ass. Yep. I wear my own ass. I'm going to hit him with dodgeballs <laughs> as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I know we're, like, totally making fun of Adam Sandler for, like, killing these six-year-old kids. But apparently all the rest of the kids loved him. Mm. They would, like, jump on his back uh, yeah. and they would tickle him and just have jokes. And it totally shows in this movie how much kid. the kids like adored him because he would just be like when he's in Miss uh-huh. Lippy's class and she's like doing role and he like does the 
like the fart or whatever. Yeah. The kids are like legit happy. You look at his face and he's legit happy. Like, yes, I made a room full babies laugh. Like it's, it's hilarious. So yeah. Cause they don't know what's happening either. He's improving as you he's say. He's improving, you know, they just see him as this, just funny guy who does loud voices and fart noises. By the way, if you make fun of my mm. kids, I'm probably just going to be like Kevin James and laugh with you. Oh, okay. I was like, am I going to get beat up? No, because I know you're going to love my kids mm-hmm. no matter what. This is true. As much as I love Robin, maybe. <laughs> you do like dogs more than you like kids. I do. But them babies. Do you know who could have been in this movie mm. as Frank, but it was not? Frank, Frank, Frank. Who's Frank? He's oh, uh, Norm MacDonald. He's wearing his shirt, man. Actually, I uh, stole this shirt from Frank. Oh, actually, <laughs> I stole this shirt from Frank. <laughs> Are you some kind of moron? <laughs> <laughs> yes. David Spade was up for that role. Ah, I can see that. Mm. To be honest with you. They're SNL buddies, too. It coming up yeah. like uh, Jack, he looks too old to be his friend. I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't fit. I mm. could Norm? Yeah. I would have had. Or well, he may just be shot out. You know, from just drinking all day. I got a lot of friends that look way older than me because they haven't taken care of themselves. At 27? Yeah. Damn. I feel like they, I mean, there's a lot of bending of reality in this film. Mm -hmm. For sure. I'm just saying, I don't know if I would have necessarily cast them, but they're his homies, so I get it. Yeah. It's because they were homies. I'm just, I'm super shocked that David Spade doesn't even make an appearance in this film at all mm. because he was a part of the Bad Boys yeah. prep and yeah. SNL. He was. So, like, I don't understand why he conveniently wasn't in it. I was like, oh, okay. He's not in as many Adam Sandler movies as you might think. I wonder if Loki, because I love Chris Farley. Chris Farley is one of my favorite comedians. I love him. And I always wonder because Chris and Adam had a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. And then Chris and David both also had a very... I mean, they have... And I wonder if they had, like, best friend rivalries. Maybe. Like, no, Chris is my best friend. No, Chris is my best... I mean, I think that would be really silly, but a girl can dream about this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to put someone like Chris Farley in a movie because he is a scene stealer. Um, he's only in the movie, like, three times, mm-hmm. and each mm-hmm. scene you remember his lines because he's he just looks so... like his head's going to explode. And that also was not in the script. That was Farley's idea to just be a red-faced, yelling, angry bus driver. Turn this damn bus Mm -hmm. around. That we've all had if you ever rode the school bus as a child. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll turn this damn bus around. That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick, huh? That one bus driver, you're like, oh, I hate him. He always is yelling at us to be quiet and (laughs) get back, you know? But he, he does a great job. I know. He's so psycho. I love it. But yeah, that's totally improv. I even get it. I think it's so sexy. Like, I never really wanted it to be Veronica Vaughn when he gets the answer but right. That's he takes the correct. shirt off. He's like, yeah, Chris, take that shirt off. You're so hairy down there. Oh, I love it. He that. does his, like, sexy. <laughs> I'm telling you, put me in that tent with Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. I wouldn't be able to control Oh, this. look. Oh, God. <laughs> I do love when he does this like little hair shake it, when he takes his shirt off. He's like, eh. finger in the mouth, kind of shit. <laughs> you bite yeah. of the finger. Yeah, what is that? He's like, oh. <laughs> that is correct. So, um, I got a fun fact. It's just like a, you know, I like to calculate fact. 
So the principal says that was that he offered me a bribe of $5,000, which I regrettably accepted. Billy bribed him with Mm $5,000 to pass him. I wondered what that is in 2020 money, which is $8,582.97. That's it? That's all he was bribed with. If He's handing out Rolexes in the pinata. For real. And those are like 20. Principal Uh, five grand. This is my problem. It's because the Madison Empire is bigger than any of recorded. Like they made it to be the most, the biggest empire. Like better than Marriott, the Hilton, all of those. And you try to bribe your principal with five thousand dollars. Like no one's gonna believe that. Daddy Madison is not going to come on. They said they had six hundred and fifty hotels. So you should have more than five grand. To hand out to somebody mm-hmm. when you have 20 grand Rolexes coming out of a pinata. <laughs> Get it together. A pinata. Get it That did raise a flag a when I rewatched it a couple of days ago, too. I was like, that seems a little low. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You got Daddy Warbucks over here, and you're going to give him only five grand? You knew this, but you didn't ask for more grand? money? I mean, if I was the principal, I'd be like, you got to give me more than that. You I better add a zero know who that. you are. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you are. Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> I have a fun fact. Don't give it to me. I have a fun fact. Can I say it? No. Because it just makes me so happy. I don't want to hear it. Which leads into this. The tuppy happy. You're bursting with excitement. Yeah. You're going to listen to me. All right. Go. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm listening. Whoa. Um, the puppy's the puppy's name and the, do- the puppy who lost his uh-huh. way is Happy. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler specifically named him Happy after Happy Gilmore. Aww. Which I thought was really cute. So Happy Gilmore came out before this? No, Happy Gilmore came out afterwards, but it was already a character that he had written. Oh, I see. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. You gotta find that, that fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really that cute. That may be my and favorite line in the It's not a real book movie. either. The puppy who's lost his way. The puppy that lost its way. This is breaking my heart because Robin's licking my leg right now. <laughs> oh, Robin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Robin. Stop you it. just know when. Um, no, I actually looked it up because I when I was because I was like, I actually really like this book. I think it's really cute. I'm going to buy it for my niece. And it's not a real book. But I really think that Adam Sandler should market it as a kid's book and sell it because it's a really good book. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it's not a real book. I agree. And then so, you, Adam, if you you're just got to fill in the middle of the, mo- of the story. You fill the story in. And then you have like a detached page in the back that's just for the parents, which is his whole speech about the fucking dog and shit. <laughs> Rant. Yeah, his rant at the end. I'd buy that. That's on the book jacket. Yeah, of the book. Yeah, kids don't read that shit. Adam Sandler. It's like you gotta find that fucking dog. We love it so much. So let's talk about Eric. Eric Gordon. We've talked about him like Bradley Whitford. Whitford. Got some weird balls. Like he has some old man weird balls and some short shorts. They were weird looking. But he, we've talked about him before. But he has not mm-hmm. seen this movie. What? Yes. No, he's never watched he's never it. watched it. They say that people, you know, I guess probably before, probably Get Out or whatever, a lot of people would say these lines to him all the time, especially... I choose business ethics. Business 
Essex. <laughs> like to him all the time. <laughs> and he would have to like, yeah, like not to this. But never he seen the movie, guys. Sorry. Never, he's, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. I'm like, I saw you say it, man. Like, yeah. So he's never seen it, which I think is kind of crazy because he does a great job. His hair looks horrible. Maybe that's why I didn't watch because his hair looks like evil. Very, yeah. Very evil Donald oh, Trumpy. Well, he was probably thinning out a little bit. His hair looks good now. Oh, yeah. He's got more hair now. I know. He was sexy as Commander Joseph Lawrence in The Handmaid's Tale. I can't lie. Oh, God. I was like, I'd be your handmaiden. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lenny, I can't I let you do not, that. But you're disgusting. Knock it off. <laughs> I also love him in, um, what is it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was about to say Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. Yeah. He's uh, Papa Peralta. Yeah. He does a great job. Every time I see him in something, he does a great job. I got to meet him once. I was doing background work in a movie, and he was in it, and Stop he was it. very nice. Yes. Ooh, celebrity. Yeah. Tell me everything. I love hearing about celebrity meet cute. That was it. My close encounter was me looking at him going, Oh, okay. <laughs> hi. And he's like, hi. That was nice. But just watching him with everybody else, like, you know, people he's actually working with, seemed very great. So he was a cool, cool dude. And I think he does a great job of being an evil person in this movie because he's so, he's just such a little kid. He's an all characters guy. Yeah. He really is. He can play an evil genius and he can also play like, he could play the love interest. Seriously. He's just so dashing and cute. Good looking man, especially as he's gotten Mm -hmm. older, he's grown into these other characters. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got this face about him. Like, he just finished doing uh, that Hulu show, uh, Perfect Harmony, with Anna Camp. I love that show. You know? Um, is that still, is that still going or did I don't know if it's still going it? or not. Damn it. But, um, I thought it was a cute show. I liked him. He was one of those, like, reluctant hero type of guys. Mm-hmm. He's like a musical composer mm-hmm. for this church choir. Yeah. He's just I thought he was. hilarious. I think he's funny. I think he's good. At and me. he's living my dream of like living on a houseboat. <gasps> nah. He lives on a houseboat? Yeah, in the show, oh. he lives on a houseboat, which I'm like, I want to live in a houseboat in Long Beach. I want to live in a houseboat. <laughs> I was just telling my aunt, I was like, I need to be either in a houseboat or a tiny house. Like, that's that totally fits me. <laughs> Dude, I got a buddy that lives in one in um, Marina Del Rey. It's Ooh. kind of the way to go if you got a boat. I like Marina Del Rey, though. They have the cutest little bungalows, like village-style housing, too. <laughs> but Bradley, he has been three villains in the three movies we've had him in. That's true. Next time on here. He... Really? Yeah. Maybe that's his niche. Does he play um, hero characters? I'm not sure. I think he does a mix of both. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah, like I think he... he does a mix of us. Just the movies that we have he... picked, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. Wow. We got we to throw him a bone. I got to throw him a bone. Zenobia, you'll be happy to know he did do an episode of Drunk History. Mm-hmm. Who did he play? William Jennings Classic. Bryan. Okay. The Nashville oh. episode, 2013. I just heard that they canceled that, you guys. Oh. Comedy Central is... What? They canceled Drunk History? Comedy Central is pretty much, once coronavirus hit, canceling all their live action uh, shows. So that'd be like Drunk History and like Touch 2.0, shit like wow. that. So they're just kind of leaning towards more of... Animation. Animation. Jeez. So it's going to be more like Adult Swim on there in the future. Wow. That's Sorry. not good. That, well, that sounds like all. Comedy Central is strapped for cash. It does. And it sounds like I need my drunk history because I learn so much... And I drink so much when I watch it. I know. I love it. That's, a re- that's really sad to hear that that's leaving. Yeah. So Aww. I do have a fun fact for you. Um, 
So, you know, when Billy calls Steve Buscemi and apologizes for, mm-hmm. you know, being mean to him and he crosses him off his fucking I'm going to kill this motherfucker list. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's no problem. Do you recognize any of the names on that list? I tried to watch, but I didn't look too closely. You would not recognize any of them unless you knew some of the crew members on this movie because that is their names. Nice. So, yeah. I didn't know that. That is something that Set Deck does. Yes. I've seen that in other different things. That is really cool. Especially, like, I was listening to Office Ladies, the podcast, and they were talking about how on theirs they put a lot of people's names on memos and stuff that are actually cast members mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I love the shout out in the office specifically. We're talking about like every, they always did a lot for the casting mm-hmm. crew. Like I, they always did a lot of shout outs. I love at the end, the finale when they're like, let's take a picture with everyone in the office. And those are all the actual yeah. people that, that were a part of the office. And that's just like one of my favorite parts. And it, I always cry at that point. I'm like, I can't handle it. I love you guys so much. <laughs> so this is something that, uh, Set dressers and set decorators do a lot. They need cleared names. They need names that have given permission to use their names. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank so you, Smashley. Names are up there. My name is on yeah. a few things, including um, the TV miniseries McMillions, because we were set dressing that show. Oh, wait. <laughs> You, where's your wow. name on I don't know if it's in there, but we definitely wrote it all over the place. In, like, the bullpen, on, like, the investigators, like, We will definitely talk, because I seriously cool. just finished watching McMillian's actually. So you may see my name, you may see Ashley's it. name in there somewhere. Like, oh, Jason, I know that bitch. <laughs> in the warehouse, we had to write some names. Ooh. And they're, like, all those, like, McDonald's uh, boxes yeah. all stacked up and stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, you actually watched the show? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know to look for your name. I didn't, I knew you were worked on it, but I didn't know to look for it in the in the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it now just to look for your name, to be honest. Anybody so who excited. needs a name to be cleared, Zenobia Bracey is cleared. I would love to see my name anywhere. That'd be hilarious. And there's only, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's only one, so I would know it's me. All right, remember you said that. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'm going to hold you, you to that. end up in my movies watch. That's fine. It's just gonna. That is fine. If it has to be a boxer's name, I'm just gonna put like Z Bracy or something like that's that. That's fine. I'm like, that's me. I'm fighting Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, I lost, but I fought him. Like, <laughs> that scene is so creepy too. Like he's playing freaking. What is the song? Duran. Do it up. He's putting lipstick on badly mm-hmm. and just laying back. He's like, wow, I don't have to kill. That's one person. He's just another guy that's still, uh, his mind is still in high school. He never, Mm -hmm. like, moved on afterwards. Well, I also think Billy, too. Like, seeing him come into high school all super 1985, he looks so dumb. Everybody. He's just like, have you heard? Radio Speedwagon shirt. Nice t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, tell me those high school girls look like they're 30. Like, all the kids that are, like, laying out on the front of the grass, I'm like, you guys are not in high school. They probably got 20-somethings just sitting there. I'd do that, too, especially if you're in the background. They look so much older than kids nowadays. Honestly, they do. I mean, nowadays it's just the only person 
was uh, Mila Kunis, Jackie, in that '70s show. She's truly the only person that has ever Looks. pulled off being a high schooler in a show. That's because she was so a high schooler, like, though. She was 16. Yeah, they're all like yeah. 20 year olds. But like nowadays, like, they're trying to bring it back time. on some stuff. Like Cobra Kai is all like actual high school age kids. Which I think is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Which is now on Netflix, and I'm binging that shit. So is Sister, Sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> sister, <laughs> Sister. That's what I watched oh, all yesterday. I love it. <laughs> the girls. Yeah, I watched that yesterday. It was good. Um, I've got a bit of a fun fact for you. Put it up. Remember how I told you that my flirting guru is Miss Teresa Mary? Bring it. Well, she was in the movie... The best little whorehouse in Texas, starring Dolly, starring Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds. Nice. She's Jewel in the film. I don't remember. And she her. shows off her sexy ass all over that movie too. Really? It's been a minute since I've seen and it, I but I freaking love her. Oh shit! And so I'm just saying, she really is just my. I just like want to. I just want to be just like her. Yeah, I mean, I want. <laughs> I, I want her this. voice. And definitely. Watching this movie this week, Zenobia, I realized I just really want to be Teresa Murray. You are it's you're on your way. Yeah, reincarnated. Keep singing, keep acting, and keep writing. That's all you got to do. Okay, so I got a fun fact about Adam Sandler. He, mm-hmm. he says... He rich as fuck? I don't know. <laughs> um, he said that Billy is the character that is most like him out of all the characters that he's ever played. Really? That's I don't know if that's a good thing to say. But yeah, <laughs> I think it is because he is a child at heart. He hasn't lost his playful, uh, childlike nature. I thought about because watching this now, looking at it, I'm like, this guy is just too. Like, why are you like this? Just because you're rich? But I think I, I came up with a good backstory. His mom died when he was young. And his dad just constantly is working and never got him help, never was mm-hmm. there for him, and just kind of left him to his own devices. And even when he was in school and failing, instead of giving him some attention, he just pays the teachers off. Yeah, he just threw money at the problem. He just threw money at the problem. So that's why Adam Sandler is the way he is. I feel like sure. he's stunted because he's still like a six-year-old kid because that's probably when his mom died and he never really like grew up after that. That's just because they never talk about her. They never say where she is. They don't refer to her at all. No. And his dad kind of takes the blame also in the initial uh, conversation. It's like, it's my fault because I paid the teachers. Yeah. I gave you everything. He's like, actually, I stole this shirt from Frank. Uh, Either way, it's all my fault anyway. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah, but put that shit down. Just shut up. Juanita's as close to a mom as he's got. And she's hitting on him left She tried to be with him. He's treats him like a piece of ass. I swear. <laughs> she wants, you can't be mad at her. Got this young, rich, white boy, just shirtless all the time, right. drunk, just laying out. Adam Sandler still had abs back then. He did. He wasn't just a smiley face on his chest. Smiley. <laughs> I think it's so cute. Honestly, I think he's just so adorable. I can't handle it. I think he. He does look super young in this. Like, I never thought of him as super young when I watched the movie, but now seeing what, like, older Adam looks like, you're like, yeah, you were a fresh-faced baby in this. Look at you. Yeah. I have a question. Hmm. Um, is there any lines <laughs> in this movie that you guys find yourself constantly re-quoting to your friends in uh, certain scenarios? Uh, I definitely have one. I do, will say that every year... 
that I had to go to school and the first day of school, I would sing this song to like my friends, like back to school, back to school. <laughs> to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school. <laughs> but uh, if anything, it would, I don't know. Why, what do you say? I always do so hot. Oh, hot. Want to touch the hiney. Want to touch the hiney. <laughs> that, one's, that one's a big one always for me too. This may just be a guy thing, I don't know. But uh, me and my buddies always find ourselves saying uh, the line, hey, Carl, good to see you. <laughs> but it's to whoever like just walked in the room as somebody else was talking. So say if I'm talking to you guys and my buddy Martin walks in the room, it's like, hey, Martin. Hey, Carl, good to see you. Good to see you. He's like, because <laughs> he's about to kiss her. He's interrupting whatever the hell you were just saying. Okay, I like that. Yep, yep. This yeah. movie is like filled to the brim with fucking movie quotes. Movie quotes. Mm -hmm. It's just too much. So many great, just so many great solid quotes. Absolutely. It's 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 so great. I like love it. Can I do a confession to you guys? Yes. So I was listening to you all last night because. I've been in an Adam Sandler mood ever since I watched this movie earlier this week. I was like, oh my God, I can't stop. So I put on The Wedding Singer and I drank rum and coke nice. uh, <laughs> and listened to your podcast for a little bit while I was making my drink. I was just Ooh. like, oh, I of you. <laughs> it's like you were drinking with us. I know, it really was. I had to I had to admit it. I was like, I was watching The Wedding Singer last night. It was too good. It makes me so happy. Get and to I California to so the... we can give you the biggest hug. Oh, she, she I knows. know. I can't wait. I'm going to just put my face in those boobies and just like. Wait, mine is. She's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> you motorboat you son of a bitch. Motorboat son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. So I got a fun fact that I'm pretty okay. sure none of you guys knew. So the mansion in this movie, the, the Madison mansion mm -hmm. is seriously a mansion you've seen before and it is in ontario so it's in canada and it's been in the ref the movie hemlock grove queer as folk hemlock yep. grove no way bulletproof monk jesus and i know i thought that was funny too and oh my God. what everybody should recognize it is as Professor Xavier's School for the Gifted in no the 2000s X-Men. Nice. So oh my it's God. It's the same exact right. house. So you can go there and you can get married if you want to. Um, people have weddings oh. there. I would have one and I'd have a penguin or something. I think it would be funny. Take a quick drive up to Canada and legitimize your relationship. No. Yeah. Unlike oh that God. uptight country Baby. to the south. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If we weren't getting married at the Mall of America, <laughs> I would say you, we have to get I don't think we're going to get married at the Mall of America. Well, you just, do that talk Just to meet guy. with the guy. Just meet with the guy. <laughs> we're not getting married there. <laughs> I love that you said that. I forgot how much we all three love that show. <laughs> that's me and Helen's inside joke all the time, that that's where me and her what? are getting married. Uh, it's the Mall of America. 
<laughs> so yeah, you can get married at the mansion that all this other shit was. So I'm assuming the rest of the movie is filmed in Ontario, if that's where yeah. this beautiful mansion is. I like sure. that pool. The get pool really gets me. It's like a cool fountain pool. Mm-hmm. Is that where... Uh, now I'm thinking of Xavier's school. Is that where he freezes? That's the pond? I think so. He freezes, maybe? I don't know. The, the fountain? I feel like there's so much land on there. There's no. probably more that we don't even see. This is true, actually. You're probably right. I mean, they the, the X-Men have a whole entire, like plane underneath the ground so like it's gonna be huge. it's true they and you know that shit's real that's not cgi they really they built, built that underneath the ground yeah that's that's there it's real <laughs> don't look it up it's real don't even worry about this is that's facts, that's facts. Right we're telling you facts don't look it up <laughs> don't look it up jason put the phone down Do not look i'm not up. touching anything <laughs> uh-huh. don't you can quote me on that <laughs> you are definitely quoted forever in this podcast so forever uh, in all eternity adam sandler he went to school other than you know high school he went to nyu mm-hmm. and you know he got his study on i've actually seen him i used to work at jane restaurant on uh on houston right there and like it was on the brink of soho and greenwich village right over there and i've seen him actually on the street with his Adidas sandals and socks, nice. <laughs> walking f- around in it's so it won't. He always wears like a baggy NYU mm-hmm. shirt and like weird baggy. I mean, I shouldn't say it's weird because I wear baggy flannels, too, but like a big flannel t shirt and just like looks so adorable, but like kind of not shaved up. And you're like, come on, Adam, you could do a little bit better, but I think he's gorgeous. So you be you, Adam. You're judging him. <laughs> By his Never. lax clothes. I love the grunge look forever. That's true. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to like run out at him and be like, oh my God, I fucking love you, Adam Sandler. I'm not that person. When I see a celebrity, I'm not like crazy about Should've it. Should have ran up to but him. But it's just really fun. And said, stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> <laughs> if there was any person, there's only two people in the world that I would run up to to just like, I have to. And like the third, the one person would be Colin Hanks because I know him. We've met a couple of times already, you know, the story. They're friends. And then, <laughs> we're friends, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. If I saw those two, I'd be like, oh my God. Wait, can I do a voice? I would run up and just like put my armpits up so they could smell me because oh. my pheromones would oh, be like God. crazy. <laughs> oh God. Uh, mine is definitely Will Smith. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't run across four lanes of traffic for him. That's true. That's true. But you got to be chill about because you guys already know each other. You're like, okay, well, well, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan definitely. I would go out of my way to say hello. Good one. I'd be like, can I? Good one. Touch your butt. I'd ask. Would ask. I'd ask. Hopefully, you'd say yes. It's appropriate. As firm as I suspected. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like, ooh, that Killmonger girl. <laughs> I think I'd be too nervous to actually go up to the people that I would really want to go up you to. You wouldn't run up to Dax Shepard? Dax fucking Shepard. I'd take my shirt off just to give him a hug. See, they would be like shirtless guy hugs. And hopefully, he'd be in his overalls. Oh, God. A manager. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'd probably like be more nervous Oof. to go up to like Leo or Tom Hanks. Oh, you know I'd run across for my Tom, my Tom Tom. 
Mr. Hanks, America's greatest white dad. He's the best. Is it so, so bad, though? Like, I love Tom Hanks, obviously, but I would be like, can you introduce me to your wife? Because I'm obsessed with Rita Wilson. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. Like, she is my favorite. She's she's just so amazing. I don't know. I love Tom Hanks too damn much. Can you guys do? I, don't know. I mean, I do. I love Tom Hanks. Yes. I would be honored. I would be Next honored summer. to meet Tom Hanks, but okay, we've definitely gone off the track. Okay, so. okay. Let's reel it in, guys. <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to say, did anyone notice that when they go on their field trip and everybody pees their pants, that they're all mm-hmm. boys? There's no girls in this class. I did not notice that. I also don't think girls would pee their pants, to be honest. They know better that it's not that cool. Either way, you're telling me this entire third grade class or whatever fucking grade it is has no girls? No, they definitely no, do. Girls. Remember, they because they're all showcased in the they Valentine's do, episode. But they don't go on the field trip because they're not even in the crowd. I think it's the anatomy. As, uh, no, if a girl pees her pants, really... I don't know if it looks the same because they're peeing down versus... Hey, water spreads, man. You pee yourself, you pee yourself. That's true. <laughs> I do have to agree, though. They probably would be able to conceal it better in the crotch area. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Crotch. <laughs> What do you say it like that? I don't know, but I really like saying it. Crotch. <laughs> I only have one memory of a little girl peeing her pants, and it was Monique. Oh. And she was like four years old, and it went down her leg and then down the driveway, but there was nothing showing on the front. So Was she wearing pants, jeans, or skirt? This was in the early 90s or even late 80s. I don't know how old she is. I can't put this but on the she show. Was like the pajama pants. So romper. <laughs> I can't put this on the show. She's... I'll put you on blast no, we'll no matter what, Monique. Love you. Congratulations. Oh. I bet she's peeing right now. She's pregnant. She's probably listening so. to this on the toilet. Hey. <laughs> I remember that. Now I'm on the list of people to kill. <laughs> I I I didn't tell the story. I didn't know the story, girl. What is your favorite scene, Lenny? Uh, favorite scene, uh, I would have to say it's probably the snack pack. Ew, gross. Part in the kitchen. Mm. I love it. Uh, I love their, their tete-a-tete between the two of them. Obviously, their scenes it's are so, so good. good. Their scenes are so good. Um, I really love that scene or... I love all the party scenes. <laughs> the party scene. The party scene's really good. I love it when he walks her through the tent, though. There's so much to look at, and there's it's just really, really effing How cool. does he like, have there's... an outhouse, like, in his, a porta potty in his little tent, and it all smells like piss? I don't... Rich as fuck. I think it's definitely a spank bang porta potty, though. It's just completely covered in porn. Like, I think he just only masturbates in that, that body. That came with the tent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It came with the tent. Okay. I don't know. I never thought about it. That is also like one of my favorite part. scenes. If I had to choose two scenes, it would be the tent scene because of how funny it is. But also she's so <laughs> seductive to him. And then Carl just mm-hmm. comes in and Carl. Know, has to say one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's or it's got to be the first grade when Miss Lippy's reading the puppy that lost its way. And again, he's like, whoa, 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 <laughs> Miss Lippy. Whoa. The part of the scene I don't like. Is the d- kid stop looking for the dog after an hour? An hour. <laughs> well, all the kids he are past the fuck out. 
He didn't put posters up or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. He just sat on the porch like a goon, like a and, goon waited. and waited. <laughs> <laughs> Boy's got a thing. He's so pissed. Yeah. I know. He gets like really passionate about it. I dig it. I dig it. Because he's an adult. He doesn't need nap time. Everybody else is past the hell out. He takes it. Although, isn't it cute when he's napping and the little kids are like laying on yeah. him? He's like dro- drooling on the carpet. We've all drooled on that kindergarten carpet. I love him pegging these kids and knowing that it's real. It makes it even <laughs> more funnier to me. It makes it a little Yeah, because I always better. thought it was funny, but I just always thought, like, I don't know, that it was, like, sped up and the sound effects and that it wasn't, like, him really giving it to these kids. Nah. Nope. He didn't get two shit. signed the waiver. They now did. you're all in yep. big, big You signed trouble. it. Sorry, To guys. be honest with you. As a parent, I think that's funny, and I would have just kind of laughed at that and kept going, like, oh, baby, I'll get you McDonald's <laughs> later, like, you know, whatever. What about it? This little roll only, paid for your college. Only had it once, <laughs> and then they had to go sit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. These kids are, like, seven, eight years old. Like, when I was seven or eight years old, I was getting dodgeballs and footballs thrown at me that hard. It's From a grown-ass man? From Daniel's high school fucking oh. foot quarterback arm. Well... He made Damn, me Daniel, run across the up. grass and catch football so he can practice. That's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up, actually. <laughs> Dude, my arm was like just burning red by the time he was done. I'm going to try to hit some kids. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Not kids that I know, but just oh some my kids. God. Hide the babies. Monique, <laughs> Selena, hide your kids. I'm coming for them <laughs> with a bouncy Stop red it. ball. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me with a red ball and you have children... Hide your kids. There's a movie in this if we do it right. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. I'm hitting everybody with dodgeballs. <laughs> I'm out. You got something else? That Veronica. We kind of talked about it all, to be honest. Oh, can we talk about Billy's uh, dad? Yes, thank God. I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot. Because we can't forget the dad of A Christmas Story, also, a.k.a. Billy Madison's Rich ass daddy, Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. He did you got you guys did the Christmas story though, right? No. Yeah, we did. Oh. No, we have not. Yeah, we did. No, we have not. Oh, I thought. <laughs> no, I we thought did. we did. We Already... we talked about oh, it. Oh damn. No, we have not. <laughs> okay, but we've mentioned it because we talked about the Christmas story house and how it's in Ohio and it's like a museum now. We could have, but I am a hundred percent sure. That we never did oh. the movie. Oh, I feel so bad. I scanned over him because I thought you guys had already talked about him. I'm such a brat. I was drunk I'm that so day. I mean, we will do that movie, but let's just, I just wanted to Damn. give him a nod. No, we have not done a Christmas story. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. Damn. You know what this makes me think of, though? There's something important I was supposed to do today. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it was. <laughs> oh, was that we didn't do this movie and we need to talk about him. He does yeah. a great job mm-hmm. in being the dad. He's a loving dad. He wants to be there for his son, even though he shouldn't be there for his son. But he is the old man in a Christmas story. I don't know. Yeah, he is. I don't know much about him. Do you know anything? He was 83 years old when he passed away in 2006. Dang, that's so sad. I mean... I mean, I didn't know that he had passed away already. That's really. And sad. he gets to be 
he gets played every year during fucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. His kid, his kids are probably still seeing residuals from a Christmas story. Oh yeah, that's he want forever. He wanted to be a pit crew guy. Ooh, so he's in the cars. Well, in the Christmas story, remember oh. when they break down? His dad's like, "Time me, time me." My dad always wanted to be on a pit crew when he was growing up. Oh, fudge. (laughs) (laughs) But I do believe that he never really intended on giving the company to Billy, but he wanted to light a fire under his ass. That's how I feel. Possibly. Oh, I... I think that he that's all he really wanted uh, yeah. was for him to take No, care. I know that he I think really, it was his only heir. That is what he wanted yeah. because that is his only heir. But at some point he knew this guy was not going to be the guy from. And mm. him saying like, you know, I was going to give it to you, but you're too dumb to do it and lazy. It let a fire under Billy's ass that made him he's going to go to college. I'm going to go yeah. to college I'm now. I'm going to go to college. I'm yeah. going to be a teacher. Yeah, and now you're actually motivated to do something instead of motivated to spend my money. On nudie magazines mm-hmm. and fucking beer with your friends. He had a 60-something-year career in the acting business. First job was in 1945 on a song to remember. Was like, it a talkie? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he played a soldier a lot when he was uh, younger. I can see that. He's got that all-American soldier look mm-hmm. the older he got looks like a general yeah, he's got that stature for yeah, it but we'll always remember i like watching him get mad <laughs> he gets mad good he's gonna yeah it just comes out of him like lava <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's all i got that's all i got for fun facts that's all i got for fun facts, facts. i didn't have any i just wanted to be included <laughs> i'm glad you're here <laughs> Jason I was, know, this is so fun. Jason, our uh, schedules aligned up perfectly this week for us to do a little thing for you, for your YouTube channel life yeah. skills. And uh, it, so I said, hey, girl, you got to come be on this. Hell yes. It was a lot of fun. We had a day. Yeah, we, I've been drinking literally Ooh. since one. You guys got to check out Zenobia. She does such a great job. She's looking sexy and as hell in her red dress. Ooh. I got that. Mm shadowy lighting she's got like three different colors of lighting I on do. her mm-hmm. y'all makes my hair Ooh. pop check it out life skills on youtube yep subscribe so give some thumbs up mm-hmm. so since we are done we made it you know what time it is what time is it it's time for z for the people and that's what we're doing Yes, ah. <laughs> we doing some Z for the people. Tell me, baby. Okay, so this Z for the people has literally nothing to do with this movie. But it does have to do with oh. us in our lives at this moment. Mm. Um, after airing last week, we all got the tragic news that Chadwick, mm. he died of colon cancer yeah. at the age of 43. Uh, one of our greats that we didn't get to see him develop into a seasoned old man actor like Denzel or Morgan Freeman. But his acting career is better than most people's dream acting career. I'm just... The things Mm -hmm. that we've seen him in as, you know, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, Black Panther. I mean, he he did it. And 
we mm-hmm. lost him and I'm still in shock and not happy about it. So uh, My Z for the People is a charity that Chadwick had donated his money to prior to his passing. Um, and it's called Colon Cancer Foundation, and they were founded in 2004 by Dr. Thomas K. Weber. And their mission statement is to make colon cancer awareness to people, uh, to give them information on things they can do to prevent it, things they can do if they are diagnosed, and where to donate money if you are feeling the need to. So I found this one, and... It seemed like a good one, and it was also one that he had donated to himself. So I would suggest you go to colincancerfoundation.edu and uh, donate or get information if you have concerns or if you have this disease yourself, because this shit is real. 2020 is real. They're taking our grades out. They're taking our just everyday people out this year. It's just been a shit show, and I just, if you can, donate your time or money to this foundation, I would say to do it in honor of one of our greats, our GOAT. Honestly, and I'm not, you say that he made this big donation before he passed, and I'm just not even surprised because he has the reputation of being one of the most kindest, beautiful artists, actors, and friend. And everyone just, I know that the Hollywood is pretty devastated with his passing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's been really sad, so. Because it kind of felt like it came Thank out of you nowhere. For- so it was just it really honestly i mean he was silently suffering for so long and i mean i don't think it was silent i think you know he wanted to keep his private life private of course but it was a big shock and i I just i could not when you sent me that text i was like you've got to be kidding me i it was just too much so it was too much wakanda forever oh (laughs) wow (laughs) we are on the same length right now we really are (laughs) But yeah. Oh, man. There's a petition going around right now also. Um, people are signing a petition to put up a statue of him in his hometown in replacement of a Confederate statue of some kind. I'm not sure which one. But uh, a lot of people have signed that, and I kind of hope it goes through. Yes. Yeah, I hope it does, too. I am... Send that petition along. Yeah. I mean, there's statues out there that shouldn't be statues. At least do someone who deserve it so that is my z for the people uh, yes uh. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you i really liked that that was a good one that was oh you got me at my heart i'm sorry you time. thought i was gonna go this episode without every mentioning time. him uh, my black panther no never are you kidding my me Tecala, man, get out of here <laughs> no, it was good. That was good. Yeah. Well, thanks. I really want to just say, Jason, mm-hmm. you better be on this like all the time. I'm serious. It's just so much fun to have you. I mean, this was I great. I got so none of the responsibility. I I'm know. just here, loosey goosey. <laughs> all you had to do was watch the movie and show up. Nice. Like I haven't seen Billy Madison. <laughs> you still got to rewatch it. <laughs> Uh, but I yeah, this has that. been really great. I've had a great time. Thank you. Uh, yeah, whenever I got the time, shit, I love doing this. I love you both. Well, when I get out there again, you know that we're all coming together. Yes. It's happening. Yep. So, Zenobia, do you want to let the people know what we're going to be watching next week? So, to continue on our back to school 
back to school. I picked yep. Varsity Blues. Yes. <laughs> because I don't want your, your life. So pull out your old VHSs, your DVDs, and pop in your Varsity Blues because it's time for some tweeter time. No. <laughs> How? No, this breaks my heart. I want to be coming back next week. <laughs> but you can listen to us. Oh, my God. I don't know what we're going to be drinking, but it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be real good. It's going to be good. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about this, this next, next week. week. Oh, I'm so excited. So being I that I will not be on here next week, I'm going to give you guys a Hollywood close encounter about this movie right now. Oh, shit. Oh, yes, please. Uh, I worked with one of the producers of this movie about six months ago, and he was telling me all about going to Texas and trying to get this movie made and how nobody wanted to do it. And this was also during the same time that they were doing Dazed and Confused. Mm. And oh, Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater, exactly. They were out there trying to shop around and location scout for this movie when they were shooting Dazed and Confused out there. And he's one of the guys that hooked up Richard Linklater with all the cars that are in that movie. Oh, wow. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but super nice guy. Uh, we had a great time, and he was telling me about this fucking movie, and I was like, are you shitting me? And now you know. <laughs> wow. There's an underdog movie from the 90s that I love. It's Farsity Goddamn Blues. So good. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Jason, of course, you too. This is so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, so uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Lights, camera, factors. Yep, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Spotify. Podbean, CastBox, all of the, the, the things you can listen to us on. And if oh, you like and if you have your oh. own Hollywood Close Encounter, you can go ahead and send it to our email, lights, camera, cocktail, no s at gmail.com. And uh, we did it. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's it. All right. Well, Jason. That's it. Thank you. Lenny. so much fun, guys. Thank you. Zenobia, you're Zenobia. the best. And- <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of you. You killed it. I know that you're a little I'm, tipsy, You guys. So- I am real drunk, so I'm surprised (laughs) I even made it tonight. So thank you for bearing with me on that one. No, you're perfect. And uh, tune back in next week to Lights, Camera, Cocktail. Yeah. Oh, man.